Welcome back to another episode of 21st Century. Guys, I'm going to keep this intro so short because Rachel and I have so much red flag content for you this week. I am really fucking excited about this episode. As always, go follow me on Instagram, Sarah Myers, S-A-R-A-H-M-Y-E-R-Z. Go follow the podcast, 21st underscore century, S-I-N-T-U-R-Y. Please go rate me five stars on Apple Podcasts. It is my dream to be a chart topper. We are going to get there one day. This episode, I had so much fun recording. I drank a lot of Smirnoff. So Smirnoff, sponsor me. You're welcome. (laughs) But uh, no, Rachel and I for real laughed so much throughout this episode. I really hope you guys like it. I also have a major announcement that I make that I have not announced anywhere else. So you guys are the first ones hearing it. So let's talk about some red flags, but I really hope you guys like this one. I'm really proud of this episode. I have something exciting to say. I'm super excited. Are you ready? Are you guys ready? Are you ready? Tell us now. Um, I'm moving to Nashville. Woo! Woo! The anticipation! Um, December 6th, I am finally fucking leaving Raleigh, and I'm going to Nashville, Nash Vegas. Is that what, do they call it Nash They call Vegas? it Nash Vegas, apparently, and I don't know how I feel about it. I'm like, I feel like that's kind of stupid, but. I feel like people just add Vegas to the end of, like, Raw Vegas. Vegas. R Vegas. i R Vegas, but, like, G, like. I, if someone was like, oh my gosh, who you live in R Vegas? I'd be like, like no, I don't. I live in fucking Raleigh. <laughs> Coming in? <laughs> what did you say? Um, okay, but yeah, I am moving to Nashville, Tennessee, December 6th. Let's see. How many days until December 6th? 34. 32 days until then. I was one day off. I move in 32 days. That's, that's exciting. That's crazy. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> um, if you know me, if you don't know me, I've been wanting to get out of Raleigh in North Carolina for the longest fucking time. Maybe once I move, I'll do an episode on moving and why I wanted to. Um, but for now, just know I want to get the fuck out. <laughs> Mom, come get me. I hate it here. <laughs> <laughs> Come take me away. Come. Um, well, it's your birthday. It is my birthday. Scorpio season. Scorpio. Shout out to all of my fellow Scorpios. I, when does, Scorp- Scorpio season starts like very, very end of October, right? I think it's, it's like October, October 22nd. 20, 22nd? I'm pretty sure and it ends November 23rd or 4th. What or are Scorpio dates? Here's an answer from October, October 23rd to November 21st. Oh, okay. So you're close. Day off. I personally think November Scorpios are elite. Hell yeah. Maybe I'll do a whole astrology episode. Do I know an October Scorpio? Oh, I know Nick. Flight suit. Who's flight? Oh! (laughs) (laughs) I was like, wait, what? Flight suit. (laughs) He just had his birthday. Um, I, if you don't know, flight suit is an ex-boyfriend. Yeah, November Scorpios are absolutely elite to October Scorpios. I don't make the rules. It's just how it is. It's like January caps are better than December caps. Let's let's get the fuck into it. Oh, no. Actually, let's not get the fuck into it because I am going to put someone on fucking blast. I don't care. I really don't give a fuck. Someone come for me. I absolutely dare you. We're going to talk about Jason Aldean's rooftop bar in fucking Nashville and what happened because I text. This is what I texted you about. Oh, oh, oh. When I was... <laughs> I was like, wait, what are you, who are you putting on blast? What's going on? We were, her, I wish you guys could have seen her eyes were so wide, like Sarah. <laughs> like, what is happening? Remember when we talked about 
not getting a lawsuit. It seems like we're on a fast track. Yeah, to me a too. I was like, right now. what are you saying? No, Jason Aldean's in Nashville, Tennessee. I went there this past Saturday with some friends. I will say, so granted, I did go to Broadway Halloween weekend. The lines were fucking ridiculous. It was packed. Apparently, it's not normally like that. So I'll give it the benefit of the doubt. The view at the very top floor, that's what I sent you the pictures of. That was pretty. It was so gorgeous. I literally was just standing on the edge looking at it. It was it was so fucking pretty. I'll give them that. So <clears throat> I am going to do my best to describe this. Hopefully, majority of people know what I'm talking about. The brand is called Nightcap, and it was on Shark Tank. So it's a scrunchie. It's a hair tie. And there's like a little like pocket doohickey thingy on the scrunchie. And inside it is this thing that you pull out i feel like please do your best to picture and follow along but you pull this thing out of the scrunchie and it covers your drink it's a drink cover and there's a little hole in it for the straw so it's prevents you from getting your drink spiked when you're out love it got it from amazon hella cheap nightcap go get you one <clears throat> but i was at the bar at jason aldean's and this old ass bartender he was like 67 years old no one would tell me his fucking name i asked so many people no one would tell me his fucking name but he had white hair white beard glasses older man fuck you i want everyone to know who this fucker is because no one will tell me his name but i'm at the bar and he asks oh what is that talking about my drink cover because he said he'd never seen one before so i told him oh it's you know so my drink doesn't get spiked just keeps me safe blah 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 busy bar you get roofied i hate to say it unfortunately it happens it's the environment just just take the precautions he literally guys i i shit you not i shit you not he looks at me and he goes well fuck how am i supposed to rape you now like who the fuck says that who the fuck says that shit (laughs) (laughs) fucking asshole no but seriously i so i haven't really you know talked about this a lot on the show but if you don't know me like i have been sexually assaulted i have been raped in the past so I know that's absolutely not pe- what people are probably like, dude, I thought this episode was on red flags. Oh, no, it is. We'll get there. We can take on this. We'll get there. But day. I need people to know about this because it had me so fucking mad. And so, you know, being a victim survivor of sexual assault and violence, um, I don't know how many of you guys have heard this, but trauma is stored in the body. So I told him, I was like, go fuck yourself. I hope you choke. And I was trying so hard to keep my shit together, but I just felt my chest tight and I knew I was about to have a panic attack. I just felt all the things. And he told me to calm down, that it was just a joke. And I was like, yeah, that's not fucking funny, my guy. I'm not laughing. So then he came back over and tried to apologize to me. I said, get the fuck away from me because I'm two seconds from swinging. Like, get the fuck away from me. My friend, shout out Veronica, got me, you know, away to the side, you know, away from people. I had a full panic attack. I'm pretty sure I blacked out for like three, four seconds because lack of oxygen, everything. I was so worked up. I was trying so hard to keep my shit together. I wasn't even that drunk. I think in a couple hours, I only had maybe two drinks. So I really, I didn't want to look like that drunk girl at a bar that's crying because we all know her. We've all seen her. There's so many. Most of us have probably been her. (laughs) So I was like, I don't want to be that girl. I was, I literally called my mom full panic attack. Maybe like, I don't even know how late it was, but I called my mom because I was so upset. I did talk to the GM before I left. I emailed him a statement. Um, He's not followed back up with me, so I'll probably send him another email. I do want this man to be fired. Um, I think that's so fucked up because being in an, first of all, that's not a joke. That's not a topic to joke about. Let's, let's start there. Second of all, working in an environment where girls do get spiked, where they do get assaulted. I mean, date rape is a thing. Unfortunately, you, it's, I, I hate to say this ladies, we all love 
and we've probably all done it when you're having fun you're dancing it's a white girl thing you are like drinking the air feeling yourself feeling the beat we've all been there dude all it takes is someone just bloop just drop something in there real quick. You have no fucking idea. They're on to the next. And they're going to be off to the side. And they're going to be watching you until you're fucked up. And then who knows? So if you're just, oh my God, you, you can't be careful enough in these environments. And I hate to say it. It's the world we live in. It's not right. It's fucked up. So to be someone working in that environment. And first of all, for your, even, your, your mind to even work that way. And he's like serving people alcohol. Like someone that is saying something like that obviously doesn't see the importance of like how serious it is Mm -hmm. like i could totally see him being someone to sexually assault someone and he has the power to feed girls alcohol and Mm -hmm. like get them drunk like unfortunately and like something that does make like i bartend i know a lot of bartenders i the bartenders i know have absolutely never and would never do this but they do know people that have unfortunately and it's not unheard of that bartenders have such an opportunity to spike someone's fucking drink and it happens. Bartenders will spike customers' drinks, mainly women. And they're like, oh, hey, she's really fucked up. I got her. I got her. I'm going to get her some air because it's like, you know, in that role. There was actually a bar. I don't know where, but I was reading about it. The bartender and one of the bouncers were in on it together. And the bartender would spike these girls. And then they would get so fucked up. And the bouncer would be like, hey, you're really fucked up. Like, come on, let's go. Because, you know, when you're in a bar and people are, you know, too fucked up, vomiting, belligerent, whatever the fuck, the bouncer is going to kick you out. So the bouncer would be like, hey, you got to go, you got to go. And they would take them X, Y, Z, and they're too fucked up to be able to know where they are, blah, blah, blah. And it was this whole, I forget where it was. I want to say maybe it was like, it was in a bigger city. But still, case in point, Jason Aldean's rooftop bar on Broadway in Nashville. Older dude, white hair, white beard, glasses. Wouldn't tell me his fucking name. Couldn't tell you, but fuck that guy. Be careful. That shit had me, like, had me so been out of shape. Okay, now that I've put that fucker on blast, and I sincerely hope he chokes. Maybe not die, but I hope maybe you have to have, like, the fucking Heimlich maneuver He deserves a fist to the face, that's Oh, my God, sure. the guys that I was with, they were so mad. Like, I honestly was worried that we were going to get kicked out because I thought that they were going to start, like, a whole bar fight. As it should. It yeah. would have been completely justified. But I was, they, like, cussed him out. They were so fucking mad, which, you know, I appreciate them having my back. But I was like. I don't want anyone to go like to jail. You're already over freaking me. out. Like. Right. And like, I didn't want them to go to jail, you know, over me. That was like my big concern. I was like, hey, like, thank you for saying something, but like, let's, let's not go to jail tonight. Yeah, exactly. But, and also, like, I really don't, and I was dressed as Amy Winehouse, so I really didn't want to cop a mugshot looking like, <laughs> honestly, it would have been like kind of iconic, though. Can you imagine my first <laughs> mugshot? And I had like the poof and the eyeliner and everything. Can oh. you imagine my first mugshot as Amy Winehouse? That would definitely be something that would happen to you. Oh my god, yeah. I'd be getting booked in jail and I'd be like, I don't even want to change. I, if none of my friends printed, like, blew that up, printed it, and framed it, I, I think I would cut off all my friendships. I'd be like, you guys are all so fucking fake. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> We're going to be talking about relationship red flags in this episode. Something that we <laughs> both know well too damn much <laughs> this one person put me through so much shit Are you i drunk? have no i'm not drunk well too I just, damn Scott. damn too well am well, i drunk damn i'm not dry. you know when you have to look around for a second all damn too all well. too damn well well too damn well too damn <laughs> that's what you said <laughs> um yeah unfortunately we oh god do we have experiences with red flags but two years 
Jesus, fuck. There's a couple things that we want to put out there first. One, this is going to be part one of a part two episode. So this is episode is going to be like general, generic kind of red flags of, you know, potentially unhealthy, toxic relationship and partner. Part two is going to get a little bit deeper and indicators, red flags, warning signs of an abusive partner and relationship. So with that being said, just because there's red flags and you might notice some of the things that we're going to say in yourself and your partner and your relationship does not necessarily mean that you are in or headed towards an abusive relationship, but it can be an indicator of a toxic, unhealthy relationship and or partner. So just know that there's a difference. It's going to be part one, part two. This is part one. Okay. A big fucking thing that I know you're going to agree with is intuition and gut feelings. If you, even if you cannot put your finger on it, you can't name it. You can't, if I were to, if you came to me and you're like, I have this gut feeling, something's off, something's wrong. And I'm like, Oh, what is it? And you're like, I don't know, dude. It's just a fucking feeling. Listen to it. Oh my God. Because you just got to trust yourself and trust your intuition. If you feel like something is off, I'm highly going to advise don't wait it out because if you wait it out, depending on what the fuck it is that's off and you find out, it might not go over super well. It's going to get worse. Oh my God, it's going to get worse. You have to fucking listen to yourself. I want to ask you a question. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Do you think it's worse if you're dating someone and your friends don't like them or your family doesn't like them? I feel like, I don't know, we talked about this earlier. I feel like it's equally as bad but I obviously care I'm trying to just give like a straight answer it just sucks because in a relationship at least in my opinion if I date somebody it's because I'm would hope to have a future with them so it would just break me apart if my parents didn't approve but I get that your friends support you with your decisions and stuff like so does your family but like I just couldn't imagine my parents being at my wedding and they, like, hate who I'm with, you know? Because, yes. like, Christmases and shit, mm. that would be so awkward. See, I agree with all of that. None of that I'm going to disagree with. I personally think it's worse if my friends didn't like someone. And I say that because, mm, okay, let me clarify. When I say friends, I mean, like, my inner fucking circle because – I think who you are with your friends and who you are around your family are kind of very different. Obviously, you know, your family, assuming that you have, you know, not a shitty ass relationship, they know you, but who you are with your friends at a bar on Saturday night, blacked the fuck out on Glenwood South is not who you're going to be with your family and fucking on a random Wednesday. Like, it's just not the same. And I think your friends almost, I don't want to say necessarily know you better, but they know you differently than your family does and kind of... it's better is not the word it's just see it's just different yeah and you're gonna talk about your type who you like what you want with your friends more so than you are with your mom you're like dude i need a guy who's gonna lay some fucking pipe you're not gonna say that shit to your mom on a sunday brunch (laughs) or maybe you will if you do i feel like i could say that to my mom she'd be like sarah nicole like (laughs) i feel like i could say that to leanne but if my you ashley lauren gabby patricia did not like someone that I was dating, 
that I think would crush me because you guys have seen me through hell and through previous partners. I think I would, I don't want anyone to dislike my partner, but for me, I think it's worse if my friends didn't like them in my family. Let's talk about some red flags. Let's do it. When you're on your first date or you're hanging out for the first time and they are constantly and or going out of their way to bring up their ex. Why? Sometimes I feel like it's just like a, not an icebreaker. No, like, like uh, no, an icebreaker is two shirts and a fucking lie. Oh my god, that's not about my last relationship. (laughs) I know I've done this in my past relationship because I was so traumatized by the one I had before it that I would like if I don't know it ever got brought up I would talk about that ex. But when you guys first started talking and hanging out. Were you going out of your way to bring your ex up? No, it would it would so just that's the be, difference. Because I would just flat out say things that I'd been through to, like, passively. But you weren't going out of your way no, in the beginning stages be- to bring them up. Because there's a difference in, like, hey, this is what I went through. It was really traumatic, X, Y, Z. But if you're going it's, out of your way or if they're going out of their way to bring up their ex, it's like, wh- why are we talking like about them? I feel like they still had feelings for them. Exactly. It's like, why, why, why am I here? Why don't you go talk to your ex? It literally, and it, it makes me feel, like, weird. Like, I would just oh. be like, look, I'm not. And, mm, okay, so the first date, I was going to say, it's not for getting to know the other person. But, obviously, it is. But it's for getting to know the other person. Like, do you think pineapple belongs on pizza? Not, oh, my God. So, like, tell me about your relationship trauma. Like, <laughs> you're going to get to know them, but you're not going to unload all of your shit on them. So, if you're bringing up your ex, like, that's not first date conversation. Hell no. Well, yeah, that's no. not even second or third date. Like, that's not even that's not even a conversation that needs to come up. Who, who fucking cares? You're not with that person anymore. Why are you bringing them up? Because, like yeah. you said, if they're going to go out of their way to bring them up, I'm going to be like, okay, so they're still relevant in your world. They're not going to be relevant in mine, let alone ours, oh, no. so get the fuck out. Yeah, I don't do I'm going to cut that out. I'm going to be like, you, you need to go resolve some shit on your own. Yeah. Speaking of exes, this is way more applicable to guys than it is girls. If he refers to his exes as crazy and or psycho. Because I'm like, what did you do? What, what, what did you do? What did you do? <laughs> now, don't get me wrong. Sometimes bitches just be bad shit. They be crazy. I'm not going to lie. There's Sometimes. A, there's a slim chance that, that that girl was just absolutely fucking psycho. But what did he do to make her crazy or psycho? Because more often than not, that motherfucker had a hand in it. I have a good point that I just thought of. Okay, so you know how girls mentally leave before they physically leave? Yes. Probably just built up shit and they just like broke. And then they're like, damn, you're fucking crazy. Even though you're like, this is like years built up. Like, (laughs) no, I just hate you. (laughs) (laughs) I just fuck you. I just hate you. And then they're like, she's fucking crazy. She just like amped on me. Or, or we can talk about this in the part two with abusive relationships. Is there's actually, have you ever heard of the term reactive abuse? I think so. So basically it's mainly a tactic used by narcissists. And fuck you. Fucking narcissists. (laughs) Um, yeah, that's going to be a whole ass other thing. We but, should have a narcissist episode. Oh, my God. Dude, I have it planned. Fucking narcissist. 
fucking narcissist. I would not wish. I'd rather watch someone get run over by a fucking train than wish a narcissist upon It would be them. less painful. Oh, my God. It would be less painful. You, would, you wouldn't have to spend any money in fucking therapy. But literally. You, you're just done. You're welcome. I'm doing you a fucking favor by tying you to the tracks or pushing you. I'm a Regina George you and just push you in for legal reasons, I swear to God, I'm kidding. I'm not gonna <laughs> murder anyone. No one was harmed in the making of this podcast. Absolutely no one, <laughs> except our livers. <laughs> but reactive abuse, um, I, I might, I might butcher the definition a little bit, but in a general sense, it is when it's a typical tactic by a narcissist. They will push you and push you and push you and push you, and then when you snap. And you yell or you react or whatever the fuck. They're like, see, I knew you were fucking crazy. I knew you were sensitive. Like, And you're like, no, you just pushed me to this fucking point where I'm having to be a version of myself that I don't even fucking recognize. Literally. So a lot of the times when the girl is crazy, they had a huge – they pushed her to that point. Now, that's not to put all the blame on the men. That's true. Because sometimes girls are just crazy. Yeah, for sure. But if they talk about their crazy or psycho exes – I'm raising an eyebrow. Mm-hmm. I'm raising both eyebrows. Oh, also, I should say that I did a question box on Instagram. So a lot of these were sent in by people as well. And a lot of them were very interesting. Guys who don't have a friend group. And I guess this could apply to girls as well. And it depends on the reason. Like, let's say they, they're new to the area. They just moved. That's fine. That's one thing. Yeah. But if they've been there for a while, they've had the same job for a while, and they don't have friends from work or they just don't have other friends, it's it's weird. Yeah, something's not right. Like, why? And I get it, you know, not everyone needs a big circle, and there's nothing wrong with that. I don't want that. Yeah. But if they, like, never talk about other people or other friends, or they're never like, hey, I have plans with the boys or the girls, like, look into it. Yeah, that's a little sketch that's weird that's weird that's suspicious <laughs> jealousy because jealousy not always jealousy can then turn into possession yes and it's like not always but it's kind of like a fucking stepping stone because that's what brings people into those toxic relationships where they're like you can't hang out with other people or, like, make you feel bad for wanting to wear certain clothes or, like, hang out with people or, like... If they're jealous of you spending time with your friends or even your family, no. It's bad. It's so... Because why? 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 That's the fundamental question. Why do you have an issue with me hanging out with someone that's not you? Like, ooh, it's weird, it's weird. Or, mm. This one I feel like could be a whole other segment if they're jealous of you having friends of the opposite sex. It depends because a lot of the times, I'm not going to lie, I have guy friends that I've had for years. They're not fucking going anywhere. I've dated guys that have had really tight girlfriends. If said friend of the opposite sex is doing anything to disrespect you and your relationship, okay, that's fucking different. Yeah. But if it's someone that you know... Never been like that, never going to be like that, whatever the fuck, and they still have an issue, that comes down to their insecurities. But if they're hella, hella jealous of that. Because I always make it clear, because I have, like, a bunch of guy friends, but Mm -hmm. I'm always making it clear, like, nothing has ever happened. 
we're just friends. We're if just... I wanted to be with them, I'm going to be with them and That's not you. That's what I say. Like, I've known them for years. If I wanted to date them, I would, but I haven't, you exactly. know? And also, I'm the kind of person, and this comes down to trusting your partner, I'm the kind of person that I'm not going to have people, mainly other men or just people in general, but especially other guys in my life, that's going to disrespect me my relationship, my partner, or cause any kind of problems. Like, if I know you're the kind that's going to hit on me and flirt with me, like, I'm going to shut that shit down. Yeah. And if I'm like, hey, I'm with someone, like, y- you need to cut it out. And if you can't, then I'm going to I'm gonna cut you out. And it just comes down to trusting your partner. But if there's nothing there, that's just their insecurities. Exactly. For and sure. then it goes back to the control. Then they're going to become controlling. Yup. This one might be a little controversial. Are you ready? Is it a question? Yeah, go for it. Liking other girls' Instagram pictures. Mm, dude. It's a red flag, but it's not a red flag. And I don't I don't just mean she's at Sunday brunch looking real fucking cute. I'm talking like some thirst trap, barstool, like smoke show of the week level worthy photos. And it's like photo after photo after photo. And I swear to God, if your man ever hits you with the... I don't even pay attention to what I like. I just scroll through my feed like, and like it. They're okay. a fucking liar. Okay. No good. That would catch your eyes. You're scrolling. Don't fucking lie. Like, I'm so sorry. If you can, like, if she, and I'm not, I'm not shitting on girls that post these pictures because if I knew my angles like that, you best believe I'm going to be posting those the exact same kind of shit. And eye-catching. Oh my God. Yeah. If I knew my angles, my ass would be all over fucking Instagram. But the ones that are like, you know, double cheeked up on a Thursday and you can, and like a bikini and you can see their fucking pussy at the bottom of their and they're liking it i know you zoomed in somewhere yep Mm -hmm. (laughs) but like i said i'm not shitting because if i had angles like that oh fuck yeah i i would i'd be the one to dm the girls that he's liking the photos of and be like dude i need your help like how do you how do you take those pictures can you coach me through? like give me your diet your workout like Like, how like do you have a tripod (laughs) do you have someone take these as a self-timer action like I do not shit on these girls at all because if I look like that, oh, I'd be naked all the fucking time. Fair fucking game. I feel like people might not agree with that as a red flag. I, my, okay, here's my thing too because my the first worst, like, he would like pictures of girls that I knew he liked before mm. but would like them still and I'm like, and I would see it and it would make me butt hurt because I'm like, dude, I know you had like feelings for this person like, and I see it, that you're liking it, so, like, what the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck, Kyle? Like, what the hell? What the hell? <laughs> this, is, this is an age-old conversation topic, especially our generation and even. So, we're, we're zillennials. We're in that weird middle range. We're super, super crazy young millennials. We're super crazy old Gen Zers. I think it's, like, 97 to, like... 99 2000 we're zillennials we're in that weird fucking middle group we really grew up and even older gen zers i'd give you know this to yeah we really grew up with the rise of fucking instagram there were no other editing apps you use fucking ludwig wait ludwig you had cam wow um but on instagram you used ludwig valencia you use the instagram filters there were no other editing apps facetune don't know her (laughs) don't know her (laughs) so it's definitely become a a bigger thing with our generation i feel like and i feel like some people can make the argument of oh my god can you just not be so insecure it's a fucking instagram picture and like you know what to a degree i can see that point i can see that point of you should be more secure in your relationship and it's just a fucking instagram picture but at the same time no 
It's hard to not compare yourself when you like someone and you see them liking. Ladies, I'm going to go ahead and be real fucking. (laughs) What? (laughs) Ladies, I'm going to give you some toxic advice. I think I'm going to do. I think I'm going to introduce a segment to my episodes and it's going to be like a, a toxic advice segment name to be announced. Who knows? If your man is liking racy photos, I'm talking booty pics, thirst traps, whatever the fuck he's liking. Don't say anything. Don't say a word to him. You call me. You call one of your besties. I don't give a fuck. Self timer, tripod, whatever the fuck you want to do. Ring light. Take the exact same pictures and post them. Take the exact same pictures and post them and, then he's and gonna get i pissed. promise you he is going to get so bent out of fucking shape he is going to get so bent out of shape and you're gonna say oh, baby i mean like i just noticed that those are the kind of pictures that you're liking so like you know i kind of wanted to like step up my content game and like do the same thing he's gonna get so fucking mad and like what is he gonna say what's he gonna say what's he gonna say nothing and anything that he does say he's gonna look fucking dumb because you're gonna be like pull up Pull up the receipts. Pull up. Let me see. Go. Go. And then because, you just remember the because, exact day and time and the mm-hmm. name of the handle. Because if you, I'm going to do it right now. If you go to Instagram, you go to your profile, the little hamburger icon on the top right, the um, like three lines, you're going to click on that. You're going to go to settings, account, post you've liked. It's at the very bottom. Guess what, ladies? Whoa. I it pulls up fucking thing. everything. Oh, yeah, it does. You're going to go look. You're going to be like, baby, go to your account. Post you've liked. Let me fucking see. And guess what? You're going to see Barstool Smoke Show type worthy photos. And you are going to post. You are going to get into his phone when he's asleep. And you're going to airdrop you mm. those photos. And you are going to recreate them. And then if he's like, oh, and then, then when he gets mad, the photo that you recreated, you're going to send him that inspo pick and you're gonna send that to him and you're gonna be like i just thought this is what you liked and he's gonna get so mad and it's gonna be amazing and you can thank me later is it toxic absolutely have i done it absolutely do i encourage it absolutely <laughs> <laughs> i swear i'm in therapy every tuesday at 11 a.m but you know that's how you handle it if your man is liking other girls racy photos don't don't get mad at the girls because if, like I said, body, yaddy, yaddy, if I look like that, I'd be naked all the fucking time. I would have copped a charge for, like, indecent exposure because I just, no clothes. All the fucking time. That's what you're going to do. That's how you're going to handle it. Don't get mad. Don't cry. He's going to get mad. Or cry. Or get mad. <laughs> you can do that. Don't Not to him. Do it to your girlfriends. And then call your girlfriends. Have them take those pictures. And then end it. And then go find someone new and hotter with a bigger <laughs> That won't get mad at you for being yourself. I really should do toxic segments because, God, do I have toxic advice. So many. So many. Ah! I'm excited. Ah! (laughs) R.I.P. to headphone users. (laughs) I got, hang on, I got to take a sip of my drink for this one and collect myself because my dumb bitch-itis is screaming. I don't even want to preface this. If they have a history of cheating. Like, why would you? Well, okay, never mind, because never mind, didn't you know that? Yeah. yeah. I don't think we ever came up with a nickname for him. Wasn't it like Cornflake? I had an ex. We're going to call him Cornflake. <laughs> Introducing Cornflake. New character. <laughs> new, new character unlocked. <laughs> I had to have a lot of XP points for that one. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
Um, Cornflake was a serial cheater. Had a whole ass history. My dumb ass believed him when he was like, no, I've changed. And I have no fucking done it. See, when you said that he cheated before, I was like, oh. You said you're you're a fucking idiot. But I wanted to be supportive, but in the back of my mind, I was you're like, this idiot. bitch is going to get fucking cheated on. Did I get cheated on? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Did I get cheated on with more than one girl? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Did I do it to myself? Yeah. <laughs> Did I know better? Yeah. If they have a history of cheating, I don't give a fuck what they tell you. I don't care what they say. They are just going to be another cornflake in your fucking life that is going to poison you from the inside out. If they have a history of cheating, don't be me. For the love of God, say, mm, that fucking sucks. Run away. What? Speaking of cornflake, this is not on the list, but if Why they're in the military. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> if they're in the military. It's a red flag. I'm I'm going to military men episode coming soon, but quick tangent. I'm not going to say the specific branch. I don't need the Department of Defense DOD on my doorstep being like, how do you know this? <laughs> but there's one specific branch that I have experience with. They're all bottoms in the bedroom. They're going to radiate big dick energy and like, yeah, I'm in, I'm in the fucking military. You're a bottom. You're a pussy. You're a pussy. And they're the exact kind of ones that would let you peg them. If they, I've never done that, but if I ever wanted to, I'm going to hit up a man in this branch and they're going to act like they're not about it, but I'm just telling you, you <laughs> pop a finger in there first, oh, they're going to, they're going to lose their morals real fucking quick. So if they're in the military, ladies, yeah, military dudes are fucking wild. I love them so much though. God. Ooh, this is a good one that got sent in actually. If they're giving you all of their time do you not have other friends do you not have hobbies do you not ever just want to be alone even if it's for like a couple hours do you not just want to like be the fuck alone watch them tiktoks catch up on a show like if they're giving you all all of their time it's not healthy it's very codependent well that it's and like, needy it's like the opposite for me but when i dated like my first boyfriend or whatever we were with each other constantly, but this, like, goes in with being toxic because he would never pay me attention. He was always with his friends, but if I – I would just sit on the couch on my phone. Interesting. But if I wanted to go to something else, he'd get mad. Where are you going? What are you doing? But, like, he literally wouldn't talk to me. I think if you're in the very beginning stages of a relationship, it's very different because when you first start dating someone, it's completely natural and I think normal to be so far up their asshole because in the That's very, true. very beginning stages, you're – you just want to be with them all the time. So that that's one thing. Yeah. yeah. But if it's like, you know, a couple months on the road and they're giving, like, do you not have a life outside of this relationship? It, it's weird. Yeah, I agree. It can go down the road in the wrong way. I just, I don't know. I personally see that as a red flag. I mean, everybody needs their own space. Event, like, at Literally, some point. like I said, like, do you not ever just want to be alone for no personal reasons? Like, they didn't do mm. anything. No one did anything. You just... You don't be fucking alone. It's just like natural for people. I feel like humans just need their own alone time. You need time to recharge, even if it's for 45 fucking minutes. Yep. Me, sometimes I need a whole day by myself. Oh, yeah. Or like several hours. And then like, hey, come over. I'll cook dinner. Yeah. But like, it's weird. Yeah. Oh, this is one of my favorite red flags. If they're active on social media and they never 
post anything about or with you. Pause if they're not active and they post every like four, five, six fucking months. That's completely different. They're excluded from this bullet point. They don't fucking count because they just don't count. But if they're active, like, you know, posting on their stories, regularly making feed posts, and they don't post you, baby, I hate to break it to you, guys or girls, they have other hoes and they have a roster and they don't want the other hoes knowing about each other. I agree because, oh, and this is actually funny. So my first boyfriend never posted me like ever but was active on social media would like posts like here and there. Mm-hmm. And then I remember when I broke up with him the first time, he was posting like spam posting pictures of me on a story and shit. And I'm like, Shut bro, really? Up. Like, really? So the two years that we dated, like nothing. One of my first boyfriends never posted shit with us. And whenever I would make like a cute post with him, he'd get really mad and tell me to like delete it. I was also 15. He was 17. But he would always say he just likes to keep his life private, blah, blah, blah. When we broke up, I was going into my sophomore year of high school. He was going into his senior year. He started dating some other girl, posted with her Twitter, Instagram, Facebook all the fucking time. And I was like, so either it was her or it was someone else that you had on the side that you didn't want knowing about me. And I I have a very strong intuition. This was... Five, seven years ago so who gives a fuck at this point that he was talking to her long before we broke up because he was posting with her like three weeks after we broke up so he was definitely talking to her and that's why he didn't want me posting with him and that's why he never posted with me i hate to break it to you baby guy girl whatever the fuck if they're active on social media and not posting things with you they're someone else yeah because it's like if you're fully committed to somebody wouldn't it feel, and i know social media is fake and stupid and bullshit or whatever but like Everybody feels good when the person that they love would, like, take a second to, like, admire you or, like, mm-hmm. show you off. That's that, the that part. Show you off. I personally, when, like, I don't need my partner or me to show each other off and post each other on social media, you know, all the time, like yeah, a lot no. of couples do. No shade to them. No hate. No whatever the fuck to each their own. But, you know, I, I want to be shown off. I want to feel like you're like, yo, this is my fucking lady. But it's like, no, like, everyone feels good when their partner, like, like, I remember when um, Cornflake would make make posts with me, I'd be like, oh, my God, like, she, I don't know, it always made me feel really good. And then yeah. I'm like, why aren't you posting with me? I don't know, I turn into this, like, fucking gremlin. If, I, if they're active and I'm not being posted, I'm like, where's my post? <laughs> like, Batman, where is she? Where is she? Like, why am I not being posted? <laughs> if they have an issue with what you wear and they tell you to go change if they're like is that what you're wearing you need to go change get the fuck out of here because fuck off because exactly because i promise you babies if this is more of a guy thing that is a girl thing girls really unless they look like a straight fucking bum but most of the time it's a guy thing because here's how it starts it starts with them controlling what you wear and then it's going to turn into controlling how you do your hair, how you do your makeup, where you go, who you see. I promise you it's going to progress. 
if someone if you put on a cute ass outfit and you're like oh my god I feel so good I feel so bomb like I know I look really pretty and they're gonna like here's the thing if they tell you to go change they just don't know how to handle a bad bitch and they're just too fucking insecure they're like "Mm -mm, mm -mm." like they're insecure because uh, the difference between a boy and a man is a boy's gonna tell you to go change a man's gonna be like oh hell yeah bitch you look bad as fuck Mm -hmm. and they're gonna take your ass out they're gonna hold your hand they're gonna have their arm around you they're gonna be like this my lady yeah they're gonna claim your ass they're gonna be like she's hot as fuck i know you know it i know i know it but guess what her ass her fine ass go home with me and they know that now granted if you're going out here looking like a complete fucking whore still do it like if your hoochie lips are i don't know if your pussy lips are one thing Put your pussy lips away. (laughs) Put your labias and your butthole away. But if you're in an outfit and you're feeling yourself, you know you look good, you're feeling confident, you're feeling great, and someone tells you to go change, he's wanting to make you feel insecure. And I hate the, who are you looking like that for? Myself, bitch. And then you, yeah, and you say myself, and then they give you this. That face. Oh, my God. Like, fuck off. What are you putting that makeup on for? Like, who are you wearing that for? Yeah. Like, fuck off. Can I not just feel good? Can I not just put something on that makes me feel good and confident? So, this was actually one that you added. Are you ready? Yes. If you disagree on fundamental things, like religion, politics, core values, morals. Because, don't get me wrong. I've known people that their parents have been married and they're of completely different religions and they really make it work super healthy marriage you know so at the end of the day it absolutely it can work those aren't completely a deal breaker but if you disagree highly highly fundamentally on completely different things you in my opinion you're starting off with a very rocky foundation to build upon because if you don't agree at your core yeah exactly especially it's something that you added with like human rights so like gay rights pro-choice women rights if it's things mm. like if especially if it's things like that and it really gets into what you believe in and what you want to advocate for at your fucking core don't don't waste your time dude literally like just oh my god i remember with my first boyfriend it was like anything i would say about women's rights or like me feeling uncomfortable sometimes or like going on a walk alone at night just stuff like that it would, like, his responses were just so insane that I was like, are you fucking kidding? And I remember, like, one time, because he was kind of fucking, like, racist, too. And I remember it was him and his friends, and ASAP Rocky got brought up, and he they were like, do you think he's attractive? I was like... Yes. I was like, yeah, but in the back of my head, I was also terrified to say that I thought someone else was attractive because I thought he was going to get mad. But then I remember I said, yeah. And then they were like, ew, what the fuck? Like, really? And then they were talking about how Rihanna was hot. And I was like, how is that? Like, how does that make sense? Um, Cornflake. First of all, there are several red flags off the bat. But a big one. So he's white. And he used to drop the N-word all the time. So I'm going to replace the N-word with anchovy real quick yeah and so he had friends that were black and mixed and so let's just say i'm him and you're one of his sons she'd be like hey what up anchovy he'd be like anchovy quit and he would just use it like all the fucking time he would just he's just like you're acting like such an anchovy right now and he would just use it all the time and i remember i was so uncomfortable because i was like no so i've worked in you know the service industry for a while and a lot of the guys in the back of the house are you know black so i'm I'm just around that fucking word a lot. It, it is what it is in the industry. 
But when you hear, like, white guys use it, it's just like, what do you... It makes me nervous because I'm like, is someone going to punch you in the face right now? And it's weird because it's like... And, like, were his friends okay with him saying that? Oh, my God. Yeah, they never had an issue. They'd yeah. be like, hey, what up, anchovy? And I'm like... I mean, and I it, like it honestly, like, it made me kind of uncomfortable. It. And, like, there's the argument, oh, it's okay if you say it around your friends. No, like, just fucking don't. But he'd always be like, it's okay, I'll have black friends. And I'm like, yeah, cool, so do I. I ain't never going to walk up and be like, what's up, anchovy? Yeah. <laughs> I would get my shit rocked and my teeth knocked in. It's also just disrespectful. That's true. But that's, you know kind of a kind of side note but if you disagree very very fundamentally personally maybe you guys can be friends whatever but i don't think a relationship is going to be healthy to build upon because what 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 are you building on especially once you're older and it like if you do get married and it comes to like how you view money and like bills and oh my like God. how how are you gonna raise your children literally or if like one person's really good with money and the other person sucks at it I'm but really you have bad like with a money. shared bank account or something i'm so bad with money <laughs> and then like the one person spends it all and you're just like oh my that would stress me out mm-hmm. and you can find that stuff out fast from like the first few dates when you talk yes. about stuff you know? yes so it's like if you already are picking up that like y'all are gonna get in disagreements like because i'm the kind of person like i don't date for funsies because i'm not gonna invest my time emotions and energy into someone for shits and fucking giggles literally like i date to marry or not even to marry i date because i see a future with said person and if i don't see a future with you anymore i'm gonna cut that shit off because i'm not gonna waste either of our times anymore and from the very get-go because the thing is is let's just say we do get married and we do have a family down the road because i do want kids one day and if we're already disagreeing on shit we're going to disagree when we have kids. You're going to want to raise them under one belief, not even religion belief, but it's like under human rights, political, yeah. whatever the fuck belief. And I'm going to, it's very conflicting for a child. You have to be on the same page when it comes down to your fucking core. You can disagree on a lot of shit. That's completely fine. But when, like pineapple on pizza, but when yeah. it's coming down to core values, you guys have to be on the same page or else you're setting yourself up. For fucking failure. Oh my god, a hundred percent. No, thank you. No bueno. I feel like this is a very overlooked, underrated red flag, but I already know your eyes are gonna hit the back of your head <laughs> if they never drive anywhere. Dude, you don't fucking understand. Here's the thing: if they never drive anywhere and they just always assume you're gonna drive, one, it's really fucking annoying. Two, if they're going to assume you're just going to drive everywhere and they expect that from you, guess what? They're going to expect you to foot the bill. They're going to expect you to clean the house. They're going to expect you to do the laundry. They're going to expect you to make the plans. They're going to expect you to apologize first. They're going to expect you to end the conversation. Like, I, and people are like, oh, my God. They're like, my, it's like, it seems like you're reaching. I promise you I'm not. No. You know what that makes you? A doormat. A mother. You're literally a mother. You're paying for their stuff. You're a chauffeur. You're driving them. You're literally with my fucking first boyfriend. Like, ah. it was so fucking annoying. I literally paid for fucking everything. And like, oh, I forgot my wallet. Sorry. Oh, oh like, my no, God. Fuck you did it. That's you red, did it on purpose. That's red flag number two. If they're <gasps> always forgetting, quote unquote, their wallet. No, you're not. Because I'm cool. I'm, I'm already driving here. And now you just forgot your wallet. No, there's been times where I actually have forgotten my fucking wallet. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. Can you get this? I'll Venmo you. And I will literally Venmo them immediately. So sometimes it does happen. But if it becomes a habit, they're not fucking forgetting it. They're doing that no. shit on purpose. So you tell them, like, that sucks. You can go wash dishes in the back or something. Yeah. Or you can put that back on the shelf. You don't have to bring it home. 
But I ain't paying for your shit. I'm not your mama. Ladies, oh my God, toxic advice number two. Are you ready for this? This is brilliant. <laughs> Pay the fuck attention. If you don't listen to anything else and retain nothing from this episode, fucking take this with you to the grave. What you're going to do in the very beginning of the relationship is you're going to offer to drive everywhere, okay? Everywhere. And you are going to hit a curb. You are going to cut people off. You are just going to run a red. You're going to be a bad fucking driver to the point where they are so tight gripped, white knuckling on that oh shit handle. They're going to be so scared to get in a car with you. They're going to be like, no, baby, it's okay. I promise. I got it. I'm going to drive. And guess what? Yo ass ain't going to drive anywhere. You know, I give them a couple dollars for gas money here and there. But guess what? I promise, baby, you ain't ever going to be driving anywhere after that if they are scared of you to be in the car. You're fucking welcome. Thank me later. You're not, I mean, that's, I mean, that's way to do it. I did it on accident. Like, I wasn't even trying to do that shit on purpose, but then I realized and I capitalized on it, and guess what? I don't fucking drive anywhere. If they have anger issues, I think, you know, everyone from time to time is going to get angry, potentially. Their emotions might, you know, quote unquote, get out of hand, which it's it happens. It's human. But how do they deal with said out of hand emotions? And if they're angry, are they going to take it out on you? What if they're mad at you? How are they going to take it out? What if they're mad about something with a friend or family or job or someone fucking cut them off in traffic? Who knows? How are they going to react? And I think if someone is very explosively angry, it's only a matter of time until you become that outlet. Literally, because like I told you, my first relationship, he was always so angry all the time over like nothing. So he was always angry. And him and his brother would always smoke weed. They had, like, this attic in their garage that they set up as, like, I don't know, where they can go smoke pot. And one time they got in, like, an argument, but it was over, always over something so dumb, usually. And they had this big bong on the table, and he got so mad one time. And I don't remember who, I think it was the guy I was dating at the time, but, like, flipped the table over, the bong broke, almost hit me like if I would have started bleeding I would have been pissed they were like throwing shit I almost got hit like it was just crazy like he would just get so angry he'd like black out but like over nothing serious and it was like I remember one time his mom literally looked at me and said like why do you want to date him like why in front of him his mom said that to me in front of him as he was storming out to just leave and I was awkwardly just standing in their living room as they're like screaming at each other that's after he like broke a remote and like a, threw a water bottle and like punched up like his room had holes all over it from him like just punching it and his door literally punched a hole in the fucking door if your partner has anger issues like i said unfortunately more often than not it's just a matter of time before it is taken out on you and you become the outlet instead of throwing things or punching holes in walls and it's it's fucking scary someone with anger issues needs legitimate help and therapy and it's just it's not fun that's also gonna carry into part two of indicators in an abusive relationship because that is absolutely fucking terrifying and you should never be in a relationship where even for a second you feel afraid of your partner yes i was so scared and it turned into him like like you said like he shook me one time because my friend was sitting beside me at my birthday dinner that he didn't want to go to, and he posted a Snapchat, and he was pissed and was like, you were sitting this close to him, like, he was all up on you, and then, like, shook me. And I was like, are you fucking serious? 
also, if anyone's still listening until this point, we've been friends 11 years. 11. How did we meet? Middle school. And in where? Gym class? We met in health class. Yes. We met <laughs> We met Dale. And we were both in middle school. We were both so ugly. Oh, my God. That picture you sent me yesterday. I was like, <laughs> literally, you were like my only friend, but you weren't near me. And I was just standing there with my arms. Just, just we met in sixth grade health class and i think one of us overheard the other talking about kesha one of us overheard the other you remember that uh, dude yo dude, my name was... and so whoever heard the other the other one was like oh my god you like kesha and the other was like oh my god yeah we were like, we were like cool great so let's be best friends <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then when we both realized our ancestry is italian oh my god our friendship was literally founded upon kesha in italy fucking skyrocket so shout out to kesha and to viva la italia hell yeah yes we broke up for a little bit yeah but then it's fine because we got back together now here we are it's fine now it's funny because whenever i talk about you oh my god there was a period where we like broke up i don't know why like <laughs> i never i never say like we weren't friends i say we broke up yeah we were dating for like <laughs> Nine years, and then we Nine just, like, years, broke up. And then we broke up. We were on a break! <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that's how I describe our friendship, but I'm like, yeah, we broke up for a little bit. It's fine, because we got back together. I think I'm going to introduce a screaming segment. Probably not, actually. Um, I definitely want to bring in a toxic segment. I'm always curious about, like, what you're going to say when you're, like, toxic advice. I'm like, what is this? I think I'm going to do a toxic advice segment every episode. And I'm just going to give different pieces of advice because I'm at a stage in my life where I very much want a healthy relationship but I'm also very much at a stage in my life that I feel like it would just be criminal if I did not share the toxic advice that I have learned over the years I feel like I'm doing the world a disservice because there's girls on here that you know are still in their toxic stages I feel like I'm still in my toxic stage so I'm going to make that a new segment, new segment coming every single fucking episode and every week. See, that's something that I feel like I could never run out of. What? Toxic advice? Yes. <laughs> yes, absolutely. I'm just saying, I feel like people are way too fucking healthy nowadays and it honestly kind of pisses me off. Oh my God, I feel like people are so toxic nowadays. Oh, I mean that too. And just can't trust nobody. But it's like people, oh it's gonna be a whole other episode i'm gonna wrap this shit up but the people that try and act like oh my god i'm not toxic at all are the most toxic yeah it's like the girls that are like i literally i don't do drama i'm like bitch you might as well be on broadway and doing a tour across fucking europe with the drama that you're on you're a liar i love you straight up but you're a liar (laughs) (laughs) um but once again I know we kind of fucked around, and I feel like I just progressively got <laughs> drunker throughout the episode. Um, but on a very serious, real note, if you are recognizing any of these signs in your relationship, like we said in the beginning, it does not necessarily mean that you are in or headed towards an abusive relationship. However, they could be indicators that you are in or heading towards a toxic and unhealthy relationship and your partner is toxic and unhealthy so if you are noticing any of these signs I highly encourage you to reach out to your friends 
to your family, any other trusted, you know, people in your life, any trusted adults, anything along those lines, definitely reach out. Let someone know what's going on, the concerns that you're having, because trust me, guys, it is not something that you want to go through alone. Even even if you feel silly, whatever the fuck the case may be, and when you just have a weird gut feeling, I don't care. Reach out to a friend. Fuck it. Slide in my DMs. I don't care. And just say, hey, these are the things that I'm noticing. Write down patterns. This, is, this might sound honestly obsessive. I promise you it's not. This is advice that I got from my therapist is write down with the fucking date things like October 30th, 2021, XYZ said this to me, XYZ did this. Write that shit down every time something comes up that you're like, "Mm, I don't know about this. And then you can literally go back and look and if it's becoming a pattern or not because it's so easy to doubt yourself to second guess yourself xyz there's gonna be a part two i mean just follow your gut pretty much i mean i feel like your body just tells you when you're in a shitty situation but love blinds you so it's hard to just it's those rose tinted glasses it is and then you're just gonna get butt hurt down the road because you're like oh maybe it'll be fine no maybe it'll be fine it won't be you're like, oh, oh, he'll change. No, they don't change. I was going to say that. When they say they change, they fucking don't. They won't. Well, they will for like two-ish, three weeks, and then right back the fuck to it. Yeah. They will change. Not they for long. They don't care enough. Okay, that is going to wrap it up for this week. Like I said, if you notice any of these things, I highly encourage you to reach out to someone close to you that you trust. Slide in my DMs. I don't care if I know you or if I do know you. I'll point you in the direction of resources, whatever you need. But that is it for the Red Flags episode. I'll see you little sinners (laughs) next week. Bye. Bye.